Here we go, guys. Once again, Snap Tech Pod Week Four already. We say it every single year, uh, Dion. Um, but I feel like it's even truer this year. The 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 high school football season just flies by, flies by. Well, you know, I'm looking at the calendar, and it's you know, it's going to happen every you know, however many years. I'm sure there's a mathematical formula to tell you. But when you have Game Two on September one, you get five weeks in September. Yeah. You know, five weeks in Kansas, you'll have six weeks done before you crest into October. You're two thirds of the way through the season. And the first, I mean, you know, there'll be teams eliminated before the Halloween. By Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of teams done by Halloween. I don't think that's fair. You should have to play football <laughs> into November. Well, I think, that, I think you that play. You play. Look at the calendar every year, no matter what level you're at. Okay. High school, college, you know, you, you have to play some November football. That's why November was made. Yeah, I, I think at least you get the you'll get a the Friday before Halloween. I think Halloween's on a Tuesday. I got a third. I think we're about on our last Halloween, so it's like it's not that important. It 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 has gotten less and less important uh, over over the years. So uh, I think it's Tuesday. So you'll have a Friday night game where kids can dress up. Though mm-hmm. I've heard that's gotten frowned on. You know, no mask. You know, big time mask wearing. You know, I'm sure, but. There's a lot of Anything no fun like out there. Fun is uh, yes. outlaw these days. Yes. So, no, it's uh, it's going by quick. Um, the weather seems to have finally broken a little bit, and uh, of course, my AC decided that it needed uh, four hundred dollars worth of Freon, you know, just yesterday, which was nice. Now it's seventy degrees, but uh, on a side note, the guy goes, "Well, you know, you don't, you might not need it that much." And I'm like, "I have a wife and son with allergies. We run the AC until we turn the heat on. There's no open windows. There's like." A week in the spring that we open yeah. the windows, and then maybe yeah. in November if it warms up after a freeze, or yeah. December after a freeze, we open the windows. So, yep, it's better weather. Um, so we'll see what happens this week, and it should be a good one. Uh, it should be a good one all across city, Kansas, and Missouri side. This is Snap Tackle Bot. I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He's Dion Clisso of uh, Preps KC with the uh, Virginia hat. He's from yeah. Virginia. No, I'm from here. I went to, I went to live the, lived out there for a while. I mean, technically, if you want to say where I'm from, I was born in Hawaii. So, I mean, you know, I got that going. Hawaiian. I am Hawaiian in a sense. I mean, I, my birth certificate is tell. from Hawaii. Yeah. So now when I lived there, I will say this. When I lived there, uh, when I was in like third through sixth grade and I had dark curly hair and we were outside all the time, I was tanned as I could probably pull it off. I mean, I was I was deep tan. We moved back to Blue Springs in, in the wintertime and I definitely stuck out coming, coming out of Hawaii with the with the right. year-round tan that I had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to it. My hey, my first question is, how good is Platt County, man? What what a what what a run here! These first three games get to three and zero. Oh. It's not over. They still have Grain Valley and Oak Park the next uh, few yeah. weeks. But uh, the Lutz squad has looked like uh, maybe maybe the team to beat in uh, Class Five so far. Well, I think they thought the defense would be pretty good. The first two weeks, the defense got tested a little bit by Carney and Smithville. Uh, they overcame that with an offense that is young. I think seven sophomores, eight sophomores starting, including Rocco Marriott. Rocco, great name, um, is yeah. their quarterback. Uh, Trey Baskerville, who's Wayne Baskerville's son as a receiver. Uh, Bill Utz's son as a tight end. Those are all sophomores. And I think they felt like that the, they'd have to lean on the defense, and if the offense came along, they'd be better at the end of the year and definitely be really good next year. Well, the defense stepped up last week and shut out North Kansas City. Now, North Kansas City struggled a little bit offensively, so uh, that's maybe not as, you know, but they shut them out and, um, got 17 points on a North Kansas State defense. It's always good. Doesn't matter who's yeah. over there. Uh, they're playing really well. They get Grain Valley, who's going to come in and score a ton of points. Grain Valley can yeah. score. 
whether or not they could stop anybody is a uh, you know immaterial. They gave up the least amount of points they've given up were twenty eight to Grandview uh, when they scored forty nine, but they uh, gave up forty two to Grain Valley or to uh, Fort Osage, and then lost thirty two thirty one in the last minute to Oak Park last week. So the defensive side of the ball has been, been a struggle for Grain Valley, but they could score too though. So uh, it, this is a the, these two teams know each other really well. There's you know the different faces, you know two new starting mm-hmm. quarterbacks, all that. But that's a that's a big game in Platte County. If they hey, if they win this week and next, that they're legit and look for them to be one of the toughest teams to beat down the line. Uh speaking of Grain Valley, was that Oak Park Grain Valley 32 to 31 Oak Park victory last week and instant classic? Would you put it in that uh, category? Yeah, you know, know, it's one of those things, you know, there's a there's a like when I do my work on Friday nights, I'm kind of like the uh astronauts coming back into space. Very there's similar a certain, to an astronaut. Yes, there's a certain time. there's a certain dead time where I'm either getting ready to go and do TV and I'm finishing up stuff to where I'm not as the scores are coming in. Those late scores could be. Yeah, uh, I remember Park Hill Ray Peck last year that they scored like 21 points in the last Ray Peck did in the last like three minutes of the game to win, and I I was on air and didn't know that Ray Peck had come back and won that game. So there, that's Grain Valley was in that spot too. I was like, oh wow, Oak Park came back and won that game. Yeah, and so it's one of those late deals that you know I don't really. Sometimes I don't find out in real time. I find out a little later because I'm kind of head down, getting ready to to do some TV stuff. But uh, no, I I think it says a lot about Oak Park. It says a lot about Grand Valley. I think they're two really good teams. Um, the, you know, thank goodness that Oak Park went up to Class Six because who knows they might have been in the same district mm-hmm. with Grain Valley and Platte County and everybody else. I mean, I, that district is just brutal. Uh, and Fort Osage. I mean, I, that was you could have had teams that literally in class five could have had four ranked teams in that district. So, no, uh, I think Oak Park hats off to them. That was a, a big comeback. And, you know, a team likes to run the ball. Sometimes it's tough to come back, but they really put their head down and got it done. Uh, absolutely, they did. Uh, I want to talk about Liberty North. It seems like they've had uh, almost been buoyed by that loss in week one to Lee Summit North. They have looked really good. They go out. And they beat a very good Rockers team on the road last week. And it seems like, I don't know if, uh, it look, could be the opponents and everything, but but Lee Summit North, since that win, they, they're undefeated still. But maybe not as impressive as I thought they were going to be. Do you, have they gone in dis- different directions, Dion, since that game? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if there was a letdown for Lee Summit North coming off that first week in Liberty North and beating them. Um, they had to kind of hold on to win there. I mean, Liberty North was driving at the end to tie it. Uh, and they, you know, got within the 25 yard line before they got uh, turned over on downs. You know, I, I don't know what to read into it. They played Lee Summit this week, so that'll be another test for them. Lee Summit's playing pretty well. Uh, Staley, Steve Rampy, he's gonna he knows how to if he can't beat you at least make you sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did he did that. I mean, they played tough. I mean, so that's that. You know, Park Hill South's got a lot of talent, and then and Justin Pouncey, their first year coach, is a, a guy that a lot of people one of those assistants that's been around for a long time that people have expected to become a head coach. And now he is. So, you know, I think that there's a, some teams out there like the Staley's, the Lee summits, um, the Park Hill South uh, liberties that are kind of not, you know, great teams, you know, like the Liberty, you know, the, like the top echelon, maybe a Liberty North rockers or Lee Summit North, but they're in the middle there. And if you aren't paying attention, if you aren't ready to go, yeah. you're going to either find yourself in a dogfight or you might find yourself on the wrong side of a, of a loss. Yeah, absolutely. Are you more surprised that Lee Summit West is three and zero, or that Blue Spring South is zero and three? I'm not shocked that Blue Spring South is zero and three. They lost a close. They didn't play well in Week One. They played mm-hmm. Rockers and they were kind of outmanned. 
Um, and then they had a field goal block at the end against Park Hill. And that's they've they've been on a, on the wrong side of some 50-50 games. Uh, so that I mean, the, given their opponents, I'm not stunned because it could have go that the, last year they got the breaks in those two games that they won. Um, came back against Park Hill, held off Lee Summit. This year they didn't get the breaks. I think Lee Summit West, and especially how their defense has played, um, is really has yeah. been the surprising thing for me. Even up not what, so much 38 points the whole yeah. Uh, they were down 10 nothing, I think, going into the fourth quarter against Liberty. So from that point to where we are now, and they're three and zero, um, they beat a Blue Springs team that was down to the third string quarterback, but then they beat Park Hill South, uh, which, like I said, is a solid team. So they've done a good job of winning those 50 50 games. Uh, and you know, I think you know, that's Liberty and Park Hill South are probably their 50 50 game. Blue Springs was coming off a, a win over Staley, like I said, they were down to their third string quarterback, uh, by the time they got going in that game at some point. Uh, but no, it's a I think it's really impressive, Lisa West, and they get Staley this week. So that's, I mean, those, those two teams, they're going to find out even more about themselves as we kind of sort through all these Class Six teams on the Missouri side. Let's go to the Kansas side here. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas in the big game on the Kansas side in the EKL last week. They get a uh, convincing 28-14 win over Blue Valley Northwest, one of those favorites in uh, in six A in Kansas, and maybe at you know we talked about it, uh, you know. That is Blue Valley West good or Aquinas maybe not as great as we thought in week one and that shootout 49-42. I think the answer was Blue Valley West is good because they got a win <laughs> yeah. uh, last week and Aquinas looked good as well. Well, Aquinas jumped all over Blue Valley Northwest in the first half. I've watched that game and uh, really Northwest kind of righted the ship and kind of hung with them in the second half. And I think uh, that was a good sign for Northwest. But there's a there is a, a line written in stone here in Kansas city that says, do not let Aquinas get up on you two or three touchdowns. Right. Yeah. Because especially when they're good, it's not, it's too tough to come back on them because they, they control the ball. They play good defense. That, that's, that's where Randy Dryling wants you every time down two or three scores. And unless you're really dynamic, it's tough to come back on them. So no hats off. I mean, Aquinas look good. And I think that they're really, that was a good win for them because they wanted to win their way. Of course, uh, the sideline interview from Spectre Sports. She asked Drawing, "Well, what are you going to do? He's like, what do you do now?" And he goes, "Well, I got to figure out something to go yell at him about." So, which uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Um, but no, uh, good win for them. And I think Northwest, the way they played in the second half, says a lot about who they're going to be down the line. They're really young on that offensive line. And I joke with Clint Ryder last week. I go, "Well, they got forty-eight hours for them to grow up." <laughs> well, they're so, really good too. They're uh, yeah. what they've got a guard and a tackle who are juniors or young. But they are both D1 offered kids, yeah. right? They were both ranked in the states. Uh, I believe both in the top 10 when it comes to, to the class of 2025. Yeah, no, like I said, they are good. They're talented, but they are still young. And so that's getting that, uh, getting ready and getting that stuff done is, uh, you know, sometimes tougher, especially when you're playing a, a veteran team like Aquinas. Yeah. Well, how, how about, uh, how about Blue Valley West quarterback, Matt Nagy's son? He's got Patrick Mahomes. Coming to watch his games. Yes, you got the greatest is... football player in the world showing up in a lawn chair in the corner of the end zone to watch you play football. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, this is not the first time it's happened. It happened last year, and it sounds like he did with maybe... I believe his older brother, right? Yeah, his older brother was playing. Uh, and and so I, I think this you may see this more. I'm not saying you know, head out to Blue Valley West every game and expect to see Patrick Mahomes, but uh he's he's done it twice now. Um now there was no game on Sunday, so you don't know what his preparation is on a Friday. And um, uh, he can normally do that. I don't know if it was a bye week last year when he went out there, uh, yeah. but maybe I would I'd keep an eye on that wherever Blue Valley West is on the bye week this year. And uh you may may see him. I'm 
I know that, uh, you know, he and Matt and you're very close. Um, and, and that's as the offensive coordinator and, and, and the quarterback's coach at the time last year, you know, uh, that that's, you know, I'm not shocked that, uh, that Patrick Mahomes would go out and, and watch the, a kid play. And, you know, if you watch quarterback, the, the guy just loves football. <laughs> he loves sports period. Um, uh, and, and it was, you know, I'm not shocked that he's out there doing that stuff and, you know, he's not, uh, he's not in the cave and, you know, doing a, you know, a smoke out or whatever, trying to figure out what to do yeah. with his life. So yeah, yeah. he's out in the public. Um, all right. Uh, a couple more stories. I guess I shouldn't tonight. take a shot at Aaron Rodgers the day after he, he, he gets he, hurt. He kick a man when he's down. I mean, <laughs> come, on. come on. Um, and then, uh, let's say, I, I, what are your thoughts on the Lawrence schools, both off to two and O starts. I believe they both, Beating Olathe the schools, um, but convincingly the, yeah. the first two weeks of the season. No, I'm impressed with. Uh, I thought Lawrence would be pretty good. Um, I think that he felt pretty good about that team. Free State is the one that I think has played really well. Both of them have dynamic quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, uh, Bowen's kid is, has been off to a great start. Really a good two way threat, and then um, the kid from Free State, uh, I think it's Wyatt Edison. He's put up some big numbers. Um, he's put up some big numbers. Um, the first week he had 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, six touchdowns total. Uh, he's put up big numbers the first couple of weeks. And, you know, Free State always has talent. I mean, with the exception, we talked about this last week, I think, with the exception of that COVID year where things just did not go well for them. They lost some kids that, that moved out because there was uncertainty whether the Lawrence schools, when they would start playing, if they would start playing. Um, so, no, Free State is really, you know, Coach Stewart's done a good job with them. And, and, and they really, last year were, quietly having a good season and uh but th- this year they're coming out really strong yeah all right let's get to the uh Remax big three games of the week yep. top three games on each side of the state line on the kansas side on the missouri side we'll stay in kansas mill valley going to shawnee mission northwest whether it's at it's at shawnee mission north but north. mill valley will be on the road shawnee mission northwest where they play their games but shawnee mission north um mill valley two and oh easy and uh two wins over lake northwest shawnee mission west Shawnee Mission Northwest also played the West and then uh, played a late the North close uh, yeah. last week. No. And, and I think this is the first real test for Mill Valley um, to see how, you know, maybe their starters will play three quarters or four quarters this week. Uh, so that, you know, Hey, that's one of those things that you got to be careful with because I've seen some teams that had schedules like that. Lisa and West, when they were in class five and they were in a conference below everybody else, they were, they'd step up and play a blue Springs or a blue Springs South. And then they'd have a couple weeks off where their starters. And then yeah. they got late. There was a couple of years that they kind of came up short because they're starting to play four quarters in a long time. That being said, Shawnee Mission Northwest is a, is a team that's always good, always solid, most con- one of the more consistent um, teams in the Sunflower League. Bo Black does a great job. You know, they graduated Malik Oates, but they've got some good young players who were – there were a lot of sophomores that played last year. So there were, they, they bringing, like that class that's now juniors. Yeah. And they're, they're sprinkling some sophomores there this year. So it's a, it's a young team but an experienced one. Yeah, and like you said, they played well at Latham North last week. Uh, and that's not, you know, Latham North's a good football team, and and to you know be within 10, 12 points of them says a lot. So, I, like I, I expect Mill Valley to win the game, but uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest will definitely tell you a little bit more about Mill Valley than the first two opponents did. Well, Mill Valley for the first time maybe ever under Joel Appleby, they're they're running a two quarterback system, and you know the old adage is if you have two quarterbacks, two, you have know, one. That's not the case with these guys. They have both been great. They just can't separate. They just can't. It's Connor Bowen and uh, and uh, Daniel Blaine. They've been battling for over a year now, 
Last year was to be the backup quarterback. Now it's to be the starter. And they both go in there and they both can run the ball. They both can run the offense. And, um, and it's, 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 it's been the, the, whoever it is has been more than capable out there. So the old adage is not true about Valley because they, they've both been dynamic so far. Yeah. It'll, like I said, uh, you would sometimes think that would shake itself out, and sometimes it doesn't. Right? You've seen some teams. Yeah, I don't go know. Deep I don't that. know if they want to uh, shake itself out by you know like a Gardner game or Latham North or the playoffs or whatever. Um, I don't know, but so far it's uh, it's it's worked. All right, let's move on to the other uh, the other two Remax Big Three games on the Kansas side: Shamishan North at Olathe North. Do the Bison can they, can they hang with the Eagles here, Dion? Well, they've been scoring some points. I mean, they they beat Shawnee Mission South in overtime, 43-42. And then last week hung 40 on Olathe South, just gave up a couple touchdowns late and lost uh, 54-42, I think. And that's – you know, Andrew Walter, their coach, I think this is his fourth year, they've established an identity of what they want to do. They run a little option football. They've got kids excited about what they do in that school. And I think that they really um, have an idea of who they are and what they want to do. And I think that that bodes well for them going down the line. It's tough to make a climb out of the bottom of the Sunflower League. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, it, it's even to get to the middle part, it, it's tough to do. But, you know, going and going toe-to-toe with Latham South last week and they go to Latham North, that's uh, always a tough place to play. Um, but I think that, that, you know, this time last year, they they maybe didn't, you know, have that kind of, you know, they they going into Latham South last year, I think was kind of the first time their eyes were open, like, oh, hey, we can we compete here. Uh, and they, you know, but this, this time around, I think they're a little more, uh, ready to kind of take that step and play Olathe North. So, and Olathe North just, yeah. it was Olathe a 35, 14 game last year yeah. uh, against Olathe North. And of course, you know, a- Andy runs the, uh, the flex bone. It's like, you know, if it's the Syracuse, um, uh, zone defense in the uh, NCAA tournament, right? Yeah. You, you run against it. You're, 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 you're not prepared for it a lot of times. And it can throw you for a loop. And I was just looking at last year's schedule. They were two and seven last year. Uh, uh, Shine North was Dion, but so many close games. They lost yeah. to Shine East by one, lost to Free State by just six. They were right there uh, against the Lake, the Northwest, uh, they, right there against Blue Valley in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, this is the team. Yeah, the record didn't look great, but they were in about every football game. Yeah, their two and seven last year was was way improved from what they were the year before. So no, it's a good one for them. And like I said, they they do a real good job with that staff over there. And they've got people excited about football at Shawnee Mission North for the first time in a long time. And and uh, you know, you'll you'll get tested. You go down to Olathe North, go down to Odak, and and it should be a good crowd. And 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 it's always I think it's good to see the Shawnee Mission schools kind of take a step forward, even though sometimes it's tough to see because the, the wins may not be there. But uh, I think Shawnee Mission North has got a good chance to compete this week. All right, I really like this game. Spring Hill at Eudora, correct? The game's at Eudora. That's your yep. final big three game of the week on the Kansas side. Really like this matchup. Well, they both have beaten Bonner Springs pretty easily. Uh, and then Spring Hill was in a battle with Tonganoxie Tong- last good week. Tongi and then, team. Yeah, good Tongi team. And, and, and came Tongi kind of came up on them and then took the lead for a minute, and they came right back and got the answer there. So, uh, this is a good game that whenever these two teams get together, pretty much they've been near the top of that, that league the last few years. And, um, I think for your door there, they would welcome this game because they need to be tested to see where they're at. And for spring Hill, it's like, Hey, it's time to ro- start rolling through the, you know, there's the Lewisburgs and the pale is still to come. And, and so this is the first of a test and, you know, and you look at the frontier league, you know, like Ottawa's better than they've been. And, and, you know, Baldwin is better, even though they're a smaller school competing with bigger schools. 
Uh, so the Frontier League is tough every week, and this is a this is a good one uh, at Eudora, and Eudora is really a good good football town. So and Spring Hill is as well. So it's uh they're definitely two schools that are that are ready to kind of compete at the top of that league along yeah. with Lewisburg. Uh, Eudora has to churn out more D1 athletes than any club, 4A school in Kansas, man. They they got them every year, and a lot of times they're in football. Uh, so they, they've got some athletes. All right, on the, the ballot the kid, the ballot kid uh, go to Creighton and, you know, shoot lights yeah. out and be a stud for them. So Yeah, the whole got, family. Yeah. Um, our Grand Valley, Platte County on the Missouri side, that's a no-brainer. I believe that's the Spectrum game of the week. You can watch yes. that. Yeah, Spectrum. Um, so, uh, and, and he's one there. I mean, he's, this is uh, what, uh, both Class 5 schools, right? Both Class 5 schools, same district, so, uh, same conference. Uh, a game we could see down the road, too. Yeah, I, I assume you'll see some form of this game. You throw Fort Osage in that mix in Class 5, and and the three of them are all in the same district, and you probably will see them playing each other uh, down the line. So, no, it's uh, it's it's for, for both these schools, they've started off with pretty good schedules to start the season, and and they're tested each week, and, and it should be that way again this week. And I, like I said, I ex- expect it to go down to the final quarter. I mean, you know, almost all three – well, Green Valley pulled away from Grandview, but two of their three games have been down to the end, and same with Platte County. So they both have been in games and, and won, in, and Green Valley's lost a game that was close. So uh, I don't think there's going to be any panic in either team if it's a close game in the fourth quarter. Uh, what's going to be our game of the week on Friday on KSHB 41 is Odessa and Oak Grove. Dion, this is always a great game no matter what the record, but both these teams look to be salty uh, this year, both 3-0. and yeah, Odessa's kind of, you know, they don't have great numbers sometimes, but they plug in guys and, and are always playing well. And then Oak Grove, this is a group that they've been kind of waiting on. They've been starting since they were sophomores, uh, taking some taking some lumps along the way, but they've uh, definitely, you know, jumped up this year. They're 3-0. and Outside of Richmond scoring 26 points on them, the defense has been pretty good. But they're in the 40s every single week. Uh, Odessa, they got into a dogfight with Southern Boone the first week of the season, and, and really they were down 10 points and came back and won by 10. Uh, yeah. in the fourth quarter so they, they've really been playing well since then and and it doesn't that the, there doesn't you know the old throw out the records is really the thing here but when they're both good as my buddy Cole Young says who doesn't work for us football in in Kansas City and most specifically Eastern Jackson County is better when both those teams are good uh, because it really brings up that level of interest in, in class three and um, it's one of those deals where you know, Odessa has been kind of since 2016 or so has been the kind of top dog in that, in that rivalry. And and I think Oak Grove's ready to kind of take that, take that step back. There's a shootout last year that Odessa yeah. won in this game. And last year it's uh Lee Summit West and Staley. Why is that one of your big games? Well, I think Staley at one, you know, you are to quote uh, Bill Parcells, you are what your record says you are, but yeah. uh, it's a pretty good one and two um, that close loss last week. Uh, you know, to Lee Summit North says a lot about where they're at right now because they bounced back from the week one loss to Blue Springs by beating Lee Summit, and then they played Lee Summit North close. Lee Summit West, they've taken care of their business. Like I said, down down 10 nothing going the fourth quarter against Liberty, and they've been really good since that point. And uh, defensively, they look really good. And they've got some athletes, the tailbacks. They got some the brothers, I think a tailback and a receiver, um, that are really talented. And, and they're they they are a team that's gotten better each week, and that's really the all you can ask for. And, it's going to be a good matchup. You got, you know, talk about Coach Rampy and his staff, and then Willie Horn and his staff. He's got a lot of good coaches on that staff as well. So, uh, a good Class Six matchup of teams that aren't in the same district. You won't see each other again until way down the line, you know. Yeah. But definitely, 
one of these games that you don't want to let this one get past you because it's a chance to pick up a win against a, a quality opponent. A couple of the good games could be on the docket, could be on our schedule for Friday. I don't know. We're recording this on Tuesday, so I've got the whole game plan out there. But uh, uh, on the Missouri side, Lee Summit and Lee Summit North. I mean, this is a Lee Summit te- team that's two and one, uh, taking on their rivals, the Broncos. Yeah, and I think this is a spot where you'd like, you know, where's Lee Summit North going to come out and be? I mean, Lee Summit's proven that hey, if you don't take care of your business, we're going to beat you. They did that against Blue Spring South in Week One. Blue Spring South didn't play well, turned the ball over. Um, didn't play well in special teams. And Lee Summit said, okay, we're going to take care, take advantage of your mistakes and we're going to beat you. Um, and that's, to me, you, you may not have the quality of player that maybe yeah. the team across the t- – but if you take advantage of, of the other team's mistakes and do a good job at that, you are so dangerous because you can't make mistakes against them. And, and, and they are playing that brand of football, which is a really solid and, and tough team to beat. That being said, Lee Summit North is still the number one team in the state. Yeah. Um, if you if you do a top twenty five ranking, which I don't, um, and I have a column you, explaining you why those, I don't. You hate those polls, man. I, hate, you don't I like that. those rankings. I like the rankings. I like the rankings for that's my that's my columns up right now. I like the state rankings. You know, class specific. Um, in fact, I had a, it is a young it man. is hard to do and to put them all together right in a in a big metro, especially in a metro two states. You, you want to reward line. those smaller schools who are undefeated, but a lot of times, you know. Okay, maybe a mid-level, you know, big class school could beat this smaller school. And so you, you don't want to, you know, tick off, you know, either crowd. So, no, we, we used to do those as well, the Super 25. And Odessa, really, number three? And we could always get so, – so I'm like, oh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, hats off to you if you put the work in to do that. And I had a, a young man who runs a Twitter handle for KCI Conference uh, asking – who voted on the state rankings? And I informed him if you read, this is why you have to understand that, that not everybody consumes preps KC the same way. And we do a video for the rankings that, you know, we release the rankings on Monday night, but they're also in print and there's the listing of the panel. I said, well, that's the, the panel is right there. And he didn't understand that there's nine people spread throughout the state, professional media people who actually, you know, work at a radio station, a TV station or a newspaper. Yes. There's still some newspaper people out there um that do this on their own time each week and we come together and uh to pull back the curtain we have a we have an online forum basically whatever you want to call it where we come in each week and we give comments on our teams that we think should be ranked and how they played and um we all do you read come each to other's consensus comments. there or do you all individually put a poll in there oh no we vote it? we vote it's all voted so it's not just a you have your own top five and Jim Powers will have his own, right? And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. We you everybody votes. It's just like voting in the AP. You yeah. list them and then it's ranked. And right. um, I have a, f- a former math teacher who put together a nice little spreadsheet and he does those for me every week, which is that it saves me some time in putting that together. Plus, I'm not, you know, I'm not involved in counting the votes, so nobody can say anything that, you know that. But uh yeah, we do it and we work hard at it and and not to be, you know, in a time where social media can get confused with actual media, um, anyone with a Twitter handle can throw out a top 25 yeah, or a top 10. So, I mean, we put a little bit of work in. Is it any better? I don't know. I like to think it is just because we, we put the effort in over the weekend. And, yeah, um, you know, let's just say this, uh, you know, I, I run it. So I took on that responsibility, but I was got done about three o'clock because I was updating where all the all the ranked team how they did right uh, for the guys so they could have that information in front of them uh to vote because i think it's very helpful when you you know how teams did each week so 
no, it's uh, the rankings are, are fun. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we enjoy doing them and it's, it's one of those uh, that we really need to, you got to stay on and stay tough, but sometimes you just, you never know. You never know, yeah. especially early in the season. Um, you think somebody's ranked somewhere and then they just get crushed. <laughs> you just, yeah, exactly. It doesn't, you didn't know. So uh, I want to hit, and we haven't talked about an EKL game this week yet, Dion. What the blasphemy here. We get our high school uh, <laughs> analyst cards taken away if we didn't uh, look ahead of the EKL, but a big one. St. James Academy, 0 and 2. They're chomping at the, the bit to get that first win at Bishop Miege. Is this almost like, I don't know, like a uh, 4A quarterfinal here? Yeah, it's really yeah. Aquinas and how it's all going to go down. But, I mean, these these two teams won the last three state championships in four. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I think St. James is a is a decent team. They, they're kind of where they were a couple years ago where they didn't score, like, for the first four weeks, and then something clicked, and they went well, they all they want to have the season they had a couple of years yeah ago. they were 0 and 4 and couldn't i mean they couldn't score they lost 17 to 3 last week to blue valley um they've struggled to score i think they scored 10 points against blue valley northwest the first week so they're trying to figure it out offensively i don't know if me age is the team that you want to try and figure out offensively they right. they gave up some points last week to blue valley southwest so that's a really good offense i, I think you're going to give up points to blue valley South, southwest so we'll see um i like uh, you know, Blue Valley Southwest gets Blue Valley West this week. And that's, yeah, it's a good know, game. Yeah. And that's one of those, I, I will say this. Um, I apologize to Blue Valley Southwest because I not remember the game in 2012 where they beat Bishop Miege. Cause we said that they hadn't beaten Miege. They beat Miege oh, okay. in 2012. And I'm looking back. I remember that now because their first year, they were primarily soft. There was no seniors in the building. So they were primarily sophomores under Bill Lowe. Uh, but that senior group, they won a district title in the old format. Uh, and that they would go on to, I think they won a playoff game that year. If I'm not mistaken, they would have been four A back then, and Miege would have been five A, right? Yeah, yeah, my Miege was in five A. I think that, that year. Um, but no, Blue Valley Southwest had a nice someone text me and say, "Hey, not you know, but my senior year we beat them." So someone has been out of high school for ten, hold 10 it, hey, years. Hold it's accountable, okay? Well, there's yes. no script here. Sometimes now that being said, do you. Stuff. Do you know who Blue Valley Southwest got their first ever win that first year against? And that was 2012? No, 2010, their first year. Their first ever 2010, win. 2010, their first year who they got it against. I have no idea. That would be one Blue Valley West who they played this week. Oh, there we go. Storylines. Yes, yes they uh, they came back and won that game in the second half. And it was a Thursday night contest. I was out there for the first half of it. And that was their first ever win. Um, and, uh, you know, it's – it's one of those things that they have all all time. Now the first win is against Blue Valley West, and now and they play their home games. Probably their biggest rival too. Yeah, and probably now they share, the Blue they, Valley. They, yeah, they can't deck together. Yeah, the uh, they share the stadium, um, which is a really nice stadium. They've done a great job with that. Uh, but no, it's uh, it'll it'll be interesting because Southwest has got to bounce back, but Blue Valley West is playing really well, and that, that's a that's a good game to keep an eye on. Yeah, can't wait. All right, best of luck to all. Of you and your games on Friday night or Saturday morning or Thursday night, uh, whenever they are, uh, you can look uh, for our coverage. Look for uh, Dion's smiling face right there in that same studio on KSHB forty one on the under the lights. He'll be a little more dressed up, maybe a yes a, a, a polo and a probably a polo, no uh, hat, no hat. Maybe a, maybe a quarter zip. Who knows? Uh, who knows what the weather will be like? Friday night's probably a quarter zip. It's a okay quarter zip. Uh, Friday night when we're, we're in prime time, I I tend to. To you know, get a little more. 
I like getting back home from the Mill Valley games and uh, popping you guys on and uh, watching it and just seeing how I'm always making sure nothing goes wrong, right? Uh, uh, and nothing ever does. And uh, we get the highlights on. Aaron's taken over that role now uh, this year and he's done a great job with it. And uh, yeah, so it's fun. One more game Washington, Bonner Springs. Washington, big win last week, um, playing well. They are 0 7 against Bonner Springs. Okay. Lifetime. So that's uh, Cam Smith, their coach, pointed that out to me. And he said that's that's one of those things. I think they're kind of laser focused in on this game uh, because those those two teams, that, you know, because Washington's the farthest west KCK team. So I think they yeah, kind of yeah, feel maybe right. some yeah. Bonner Springs, maybe a little. I don't not know. There's a rivalry there. Yeah. They're not too far from each other. So I think this is a, that's a game to keep an eye on with a Meadowlark League team going up against a Frontier League team. That's right, so, the Meadowlark League. The Meadowlark League. <laughs> All right, yeah, we appreciate the time. We'll see you all next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod.